Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning and welcome to St Thomas's Church uh, this Friday, sorry, not Friday, let's try Tuesday. This Tuesday morning um, we are going to be using um, morning prayer um, from the office of uh, the Northumbrian community and uh, if you're able to then do um, either go on to their website um, and find the daily office um, if you can't then don't worry uh, we'll I'll guide you through the the service of morning prayer and um, you can always absorb the words rather than um, actually saying them um, I'm just going to give you all a few minutes to just uh, to join with us. Good morning Julie and Pauline, good morning. Good to have you with us and Don, good morning. And uh, I'm just going to, uh, just I just want to dedicate a morning prayer this morning um, to our dear friend and loved one, Irene. And Irene went to be with Jesus yesterday and so this morning we are rejoicing over her life and all that she meant to us but we're also mourning so as it says in Romans we rejoice with those who rejoice and we mourn with those who mourn and uh, so I apologize if I am a little bit uh, weepy <laughs> But actually, that's fine, because actually God created us, and when He created us, He gave us tear ducts. He didn't. He didn't give us. He didn't not give us tear ducts and tears. He gave them to us for a specific reason, and the reason is that uh, when we grieve, when we cry, when we let it all out, then um, that's the start of the healing process and so um yes so this morning i hope you'll just bear with me and uh, as we celebrate her life and as we uh, commend her to father god and um as we spend time together as a family the family of christ as we spend time together um praying and acknowledging him as our father in heaven um, and indeed um, we can remember perhaps today those who've already gone on ahead of us um, and those that we have have lost um, so uh, yes so Irene this is especially for you so let's just uh, still ourselves as we come into God's presence and uh, we start this um, this time of talking with him and sharing with each other in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen and if you can let's say these opening sentences together one thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, 
that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And we have the call and response. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ have mercy. And we then have our declaration of faith. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. And so uh, with our dear friend Irene, we know that she had a faith. She believed in Jesus. She believed that when she leave, leaves, left this, this life here on earth, that she was going to her eternal life with God. She knew where she was going. And so for us, we can take comfort from the fact that we know that um, indeed that is her destination. And so today's scripture readings are taken from Psalm 39 verses 1, 2, 3. I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will keep a muzzle on my mouth as long as the wicked are in my presence. I was silent and still. I held my peace to no avail. My distress grew worse. My heart became hot within me. While I mused, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. And when I think of Irene, um, she had such an amazing um, gift of speech. And um, so when I read these readings this morning and I was thinking, oh my goodness, um, this is all about guarding your mouth and speaking only when um, you feel that it's right to speak. And this psalm is almost saying that, that I will not sin with my tongue. It's so easy, isn't it, for us to just say what we think and then hurt somebody or um, sometimes not even speaking up it can be the opposite, not speaking up when someone is in distress or there's something going on, some injustice and not speaking up. Um, and, um, and Irene, bless her, she was never afraid to say what she thought 
but often her words were kind words or even if they were challenging words they were words that were to lead you into a better place and um and so as i read that this morning i was just thinking of her and my own personal experience of of her and um things that she would have spoken to me but uh, she had such a gift and she didn't keep that gift just for me it was for everybody um who she came across so the next reading is from Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 9 to 12. But all things considered, this is an advantage for a land, a king for a ploughed field. The lover of money will not be satisfied with money, nor the lover of wealth will gain. This also is vanity. When goods increase, those who eat them increase. And what gain has their owner but to see them with his eyes? Sweet is the sleep of labourers, whether they eat little or much, but the surfeit of the rich will not let them sleep. And again, um, as I read that, um, I was thinking of, of Irene and Don and um, and like a lot of us, they've been through very lean times, times when um, it wasn't easy to um, to feed their family. And um, and in later years, when they moved to Fair Oak and they opened the shop on Sandy Lane, that is now, I think, the fish and chip shop. Um, they had a motor spare shop and um, Don would be at the front and he would be there helping people to find the bits they needed for fixing their cars or whatever. And Irene had a, a seat at the back um, in amongst all the filing cabinets um, because she was the one who used to do all the um, accounting. You know, she, she took care of all the invoices and that side of things. So they ran that business together and um and in the end ultimately um they had to sell the business on because they were getting older and they really wanted to retire um but one of the things i remember about irene was the window of their shop was always a celebration of whatever was going on at the time so she always tried to make it fit with what was happening so when it was the queen's jubilee it was full of flags and um, pictures of the queen and what have you and um yeah it always was an image um of what was happening either in the village or locally or world within our country or worldwide and that uh, window used to draw people in because people used to stop and look at it and then they pop in and have a conversation with her. They might not buy any spares for a car, but they would have a chat. And Don and Irene were always ready to talk to people. And, um, and it was a bit of a struggle um, running that business. And um, it was a bit of a struggle selling that business on. Uh, but in the end they did um, 
but they've always had such generous hearts and so again as I read that this morning I remember I remember that shop that shop window and their generous hearts and then um, the last reading for this morning was from James um, and I smiled because the Cathedral Church in Bury St Edmunds where I grew up as a, a girl and, and where I still worship with my mum when I get the opportunity um, is dedicated to St James. It started off as a parish church dedicated to St James and then it, eventually it became a cathedral and they also have now linked the cathedral with St Edmund um, who was the king of, um, of East Anglia as it was at that time and died because of his faith um, and so became a martyr. So I immediately saw James and was thinking of my mum, thinking of Irene who was my spiritual mum um, my local mum if you like and so um, again I was thinking of her even before I started reading the reading so it's James chapter 3 verses 5 to 10 so also the tongue is a small member yet it boasts of great exploits how great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire and the tongue is a fire the tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species. But no one can tame, can tame the tongue. A restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father. And with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. So James is really um, reminding um, us that our tongue is a very dangerous um, instrument, if you like. And, um, and we have to be careful. We do have to be careful how we use it. And, um, and it's so easy, isn't it, to just let something slip out of your mouth and you regret it the moment that you've spoken it and um, we've all been in that place all of us have been in that place and um, and I know Irene <laughs> bless her the times that she said to me oh, I really shouldn't have said that and uh, but she truly repented as indeed I have had to truly repent of some of the things that I have said and often we say them to our loved ones to people who are so precious to us don't we and we don't mean them but somehow they come out but Irene had such a gift and for those that have known her over the years 
we know also that she had a gift for poetry and she would write poems um, and it was her way of expressing life as she saw it around her, her way of expressing how she felt about things and um, and she and Don had such a ministry um, with uh, funerals. Um, they were vergers at uh, many, many funerals. Um, when David Snuggs was our vicar, um, they supported him at uh, funerals. And uh, both of them had a real gift for getting alongside those who were struggling with losing a loved one. And uh, sometimes her poetry would actually uh, show that. And, um, and so uh, she would be not wanting us to be um, mourning too much for her because she would want us to be looking ahead and she would want us to know that we have eternal life with her and with all those who've gone before us um, in heaven, with our Heavenly Father. But it's interesting because when I looked at the meditations today, there wasn't just one but two, and they are very poetic. So Irene, these are for you today. As the tamed horse still hears the call of her wild brothers, and as the farmed goose flaps hopeful wings as his sisters fly overhead. So too perhaps the wild ones amongst us are our only hope in calling us back to our true nature, wild ones who have not been turned to stone by the far-reaching grasp of the empire and its programme of consumer sedation, the killing of imagination. Where, my friends, have the wild ones gone? So that was written by Joel McCarrow. And then the next, uh, the next meditation, the next poem, is written by Guillaume Apollinaire. Come to the edge, he said. They said, we are afraid. Come to the edge, he said. They came. And he pushed them and they flew. And so, Irene, um, you pushed a lot of us to the edge. And you encouraged us to fly and for that I am eternally grateful and uh, I just felt how marvellous that these words should be here today uh, for us to read and indeed that's what Christ encourages us to do. He encourages us to believe in him, to have faith in him to know that he is the Son of God and that Father God, together with the Holy Spirit and Jesus, the Trinity, are all actively involved in our world 
are actively involved in our lives if we should just let them. And um, by asking God into our lives, then we are in this place where he can inspire us by his Holy Spirit. And so by doing that, he encourages us to let go and to fly. And thinking about what's happening at the moment, um, for those of you who are aware of um, us here at St Thomas's Church in Farrogh, we're in vacancy at the moment, uh, so we have no vicar. And um, we are just about to go out to advert, to advertise for a vicar. We are also saying goodbye um, soon to Sean and Abby, Marsh and Aria. Sean is going to Bristol with Abby and Aria. He's going to Trinity College and he's going to start training to be ordained as a, a priest, as a minister within the Church of England. So they are they are taking that step. They've come to the edge and they're just about to launch themselves into the next part of their journey. And uh, we are so happy and pleased for them because we want to see them fly. We've seen them flying while they've been with us. And now it's our turn to let them go. But of course that leaves us in a place where we can feel very vulnerable and um, and we can also uh, find it difficult because we haven't at the moment got our leader and we're seeing people move and different things happening and it can be difficult, a difficult time to deal with. And so um, as I read that last um, poem, thinking of Irene, um, she would encourage us to just hold on and to just stay faithful to each other, to support each other, to do whatever we can to keep each other going and to keep moving forward because we will have the promise that eventually um, God will lead us into the next step of the journey here at St Thomas's Church. So I just wanted to share that as I read that I um, I was thinking, yes, we give thanks and praise that people, the Mephams have moved on, that David Snuggs and Diana Snuggs have moved on to retirement, um, that, uh, yes, people, our lives are always changing, aren't they? And we have people with us for a span of time, and sometimes that can be a long span of years, and sometimes it may be just momentary. But whatever we say, whatever we speak, even if it's just a momentary time, can build somebody up. And, um, and so my prayer is today that when we leave morning prayer today, that we will um, just think about what we say and that we will spend today encouraging others. Because indeed that's what Irene's gift was, was encouraging others. Sean and Abby's gift is encouraging others. And so, um, so with the Mephams and all sorts of other people. So as we 
go into our time of prayer this morning, I just wanted to give thanks for those who we have lost. Um, sometimes it can be a difficult loss, it can be a sudden loss with no time for goodbyes. Um, and we don't always know whether the person who's passed away has got a faith or, or not. But we just have to trust that Father God has got them in his everlasting arms. So prayers for those who we've lost. Prayers for healing for those who are still with us and need the Father's touch. And prayers for ourselves as we go out this day that we will have words of encouragement for each other. And for those of us who are fearful, fearful of what's happening, what our next steps are, fearful of our jobs because we've lost them, fearful because um, the pandemic has just turned everything upside down that uh, Father God would meet us in that fear and that we will be able to step into the new day step into whatever um, today brings and that he would help to banish the fear so as we come now um, into prayer and uh, we um, we think uh, on those things and um, and thank you I can see there's some lovely responses there um, for Don um, at this time and uh, Don we are holding you close and indeed all the members of uh, the family church family and your your natural family. So I'd like to start this morning by saying the Lord's Prayer. We usually finish with the Lord's Prayer, but I would like this morning for us to start by saying the Lord's Prayer together. Um, so as Jesus taught his disciples, let's just pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive those who trespass against us lead us not into temptation oh dear do you know i've just completely lost the lord's prayer <laughs> hardly surprising really isn't it um let's start again our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. For thine be the glory, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. I'm sure you filled in the gaps for me. And so our first prayer this morning is for uh, those um, who we have known and loved 
you have departed this world. And so, Father, we just pray now that, um, that you will help us to remember those who have gone before us, whether they be friends, family, acquaintances, or even if perhaps they were people that we didn't actually know in an intimate way, but because of who they, who they were, were known throughout the world. People like Princess Diana, Mother Teresa. I'm sure we can all think of people who inspired us. We didn't know them personally, but we knew of them. And we think of those in our church family who have uh, gone to be with Jesus. And Father, we give you thanks and praise for each one of those precious people for all that they meant to us, for all that they meant to others. And we commend them to you, Father God. Some we know had a faith and knew their final destination. Some we don't know, but Father, we accept your peace that passes all understanding. Father, would you bless us with your Holy Spirit as we mourn for those who have passed from this earthly life into your glory. And we stand on that promise so beautifully described to us by John, one of Jesus' disciples, his closest friend, the disciple who cared for Jesus' mother at the point of crucifixion. And that beautiful um, image of heaven in that very last book of the Bible, and it talks about God coming and living amongst his people for all eternity. So Father, we thank you that we can lean in on you, that you will sustain us by your Holy Spirit. We can draw upon all the things that were precious to us of the people that have departed this life. And so help us, help it to fashion us as people as we move forward into this coming day. Thank you, Father God. Amen. <coughs> and now I just want to think about um, those who are fearful. And so, Father God, um, 
thank you for those lovely words from Guillaume Apollinaire. And it reminds me of that piece of scripture where it talks about, I'm sure it's from Isaiah, where it talks about us soaring on eagle's wings and that when we walk through fire, you will protect us. That your old men will dream dreams. So Father, we pray now for anybody who is fearful anybody who is anxious about what is going to happen today or tomorrow or in the following days, months, year. And Father, as we read those words, come to the edge, he said. They came, he pushed them and they flew. Father, I pray today that we will have the courage to um, hold on to you, the courage to stay still until we are ready for, to fly, for us to hold on to you, Father God. And through prayer and support of other Christians around us or other friends around us that we will be able to take the steps through this day and into tomorrow Lord we know you we're not asking you to ask you're not asking us to stand and throw ourselves off something that's not what this is about this is imagery this is about having the courage to take the next step into life into living and living out your purpose in our lives thank you father god And we know that there are seasons. There's seasons where we move forward and things are happening. Like with the Fountain Cafe at the moment. That seed has been dormant, embedded in Wyvern School for a number of years. 18 years that seed has been dormant. And now through the help of the Parish Council, that seed has has already um, broken through the surface of the soil and that is now being watered. And Father, we do pray for Julie and Matt Nicholson, for Gary and Helen, the um, champions of the Fountain Cafe charity. And we thank Thank you, Father God, for the provision from the Parish Council of the money to support that building, that cafe, to become a core part of our community here in Fair Oak and for Flo, the mobile um, coffee shop that will be going around our community and blessing people in different places. So Matt 
Julie, they're in a season of moving forward, lots of things happening, lots of hard work being done in order to um, bring this vision, this idea through to fruition. But there'll be others of us who are waiting, who are still um, at a point where things don't seem to be happening. And that's okay. Because sometimes God needs us to have a time where we are just still and we're not um, racing forward and not being busy. And sometimes our heart will be yearning for what is it, Lord, that you're actually drawing us to do. And so some of us will feel that we don't really know what the Lord has planned for us. And so we'll be fearful. Or some of us may feel that we have got an idea, but we're afraid. We're afraid to take those first steps. But the Lord is with us. Whether we are at a point in time where we're just contemplating or where we were at a point in time when things seem to be whizzing around us and we're not really sure whether we're part of it or not part of it. And what our role is, he is with us. And some of us will be fearful for our situations, but he is with us. Wherever we are, whatever we are doing, he is with us and he will banish the fear if we just come to him, spend time with him. He will show you the way forward. And sometimes that's just with somebody coming alongside and offering a helping hand and a word of encouragement. So finally, I just want to pray for all of us today as we go about our work today, whatever we're doing today. Father God, would you give us the gift of encouragement? Would you enable us to just speak words of encouragement to each other? For those who are sick, Father, help us to remember them and call upon you for their healing. And there are many of those dear to us who are in that place at this time. So Father, we thank you for this time together, this opportunity to celebrate the life of Irene, to be with Don, as he mourns the loss of his wife and for us as family to encourage each other as we move forward and just take today as it comes with the promise of hope for tomorrow. Amen. And so let's pray the canticle together. 
and indeed this was Irene to a T. She was a light. There was no doubt about it. She was a light, a light for Jesus. And um, yeah, Christ is a light, illumine and guide me. Christ is a shield, overshadow me. Christ over me, Christ beside me. On my left and my right, this day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. And now this wonderful blessing. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you so much for joining with me today um, as we um, start the day in prayer. May God bless your day. Um, just a reminder that morning prayer will be back here again tomorrow at 9.15 and indeed every weekday morning including Saturday and then on Sunday we have our 10 o'clock live stream service so do join us if you are able to. So God bless your day and I shall see you again soon. Thank you.